Hello and welcome to the Meta Podcast. A podcast dedicated to bringing you live recordings from Meta events covering a wide range of multidisciplinary topics converging at the intersection of innovation in the African continent. This episode was recorded during our What's Good Future of Work panel discussion with professionals from Uber, Safaricom, African Management Institute, Sila Africa, and the Ministry of Public Service, Youth and Gender Affairs. The event aimed at providing a local first perspective of the future of work and how it all connects to the global trends. We discussed topics such as workforce trends in the African region, upskilling employees for the future of work, and the role of policy in laying a framework for the future of work. Thank you Uber for sponsoring this event. Let's hear from Cezanne Maherali, Head of Policy, Uber East Africa. Paul Kasimu, who is the Chief Human Resource Officer, Safaricom. Joanne Kamau, Head of Sales, African Management Institute. Akshay Shah, Executive Director, Sila Africa. And moderated by Doris Muigay, Country Director, Shortlist. Can I ask, how many of us are gig workers? or would call themselves gig workers. Show of hand, freelancers, I think we can call ourselves. Oh, all right, four, five. All right, thank you, interesting. I just wanted to check that data. There's not enough laws and regulations on just governing and protecting and equal employment for gig workers. So what are we doing, um, especially from a policy perspective? How are you helping Cezanne in terms of government of Kenya to form policies around that? But also, are there any incentive and spectrum benefits available for gig workers currently that you know of that they can take advantage of? Um, so I don't think this is a problem that's unique to Kenya. We're actually having this conversation globally. Um, you know, when Brian made the presentation, you know, this is the presentation that we give around the world, that this whole notion of employee, employer, gig worker, independent contractor, it's still something that's very new. There's such a small proportion of the global workforce that are even freelancers or gig workers. Mm -hmm. um, and it's still something that the world needs to understand. And in that process to understanding it, the world is obviously pushing back. Mm -hmm. um, it's no secret that Uber around the world is in all sorts of cases where drivers want to be classified as employees because you know they say, look, we're not getting all the benefits that we should. Um, and so that's why this conversation about protection is super important mm -hmm. because independent workers, freelancers, gig workers need to be able to access the same level of basic benefits that someone in a stable job can do as well. Okay. And that was Cezanne Maherali, Head of Policy, Uber East Africa. Let's hear from the Ministry of Public Service, Youth and Gender Affairs. My name is Lydia Mathia. The social protection uh, for gig workers is certainly a, 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 a huge gap right now. Um, what we see as, an, as, as a solution that perhaps could work is if gig workers could, and I think they have now, a lot of the online workers are beginning to form themselves into associations that can then create some leverage for things like insurance company, for uh, medical insurance, for um, uh, retirement insurance and those kinds things because you you wouldn't be able to interact to create a product that is individual based the earnings are not predictable some this month you earn next month you don't earn but if we have a uh, a way for them to work together then have a, a certain contributory 
percentages from the uh, amount of money that they earn. Okay. And then that, that then can be used to approach uh, an insurance company that can then be able to avail health insurance and can be able to avail um, uh, things like so, uh, social security. Mm -hmm. So NHIF, I think, uh, would be a place to look, but any private insurance company for certainly okay. would, be, would also look at yeah. uh, such a product. Okay. What do you foresee in terms of future of work 10 years from today? If we are to sit in this panel 10 years, let's not, some of us think how old we'll be, let's focus on what that will look like. What do you predict would be happening in each um, individual spaces that you're in? Let's hear from Paul Kasimu, who is the Chief Human Resource Officer, Safaricom. Work will have moved from a, a place to a space. It will be an agile world, and the gig society will be the ones leading. The projections are 70% of all organizations. By 2022, we'll have flexible working. So again, people will be working from anywhere, and they will be enabled. Most importantly, there will be no bosses. I think just to add to that is the element of balance. I think when we think about future of work, we think of AI, we think of all of this increased productivity, increased productivity, but it's got to be balanced out with that mindfulness. I think this is why being your own boss, having flexibility is super important because it allows you to do other things with your life. Um, so hopefully 10 years from now, we'll be living in a much more balanced place. And that was Cezanne Maherali, Head of Policy, Uber East Africa. Let's hear from Akshay Shah, Executive Director, SIL Africa. So uh, I think two things will happen. Number one is working and learning will blend completely. I don't think there's going to be some sort of a sequential you know, thing where you first you learn, then you work, and then you go back to learn. It's just going to be blended, continuously, uh, fully integrated. Who takes the responsibility to provide that learning will most likely shift from educational institutions to workplaces because they're the only ones who can provide just-in-time learning, whereas the educational institutions will typically tend to lag a little bit behind. Um, the second thing I think is going to happen is when we look at global demographics, where we have the youngest um, population in the world. Okay, and as most other parts of the world are aging, um, Africa has a huge opportunity to create the next sort of future workforce generation. And if this workforce becomes um, really capable at defining how gig work happens, you know, within those things about trust, onboarding, connecting, delivering, you know, if that thing is figured out, then you know, we can actually create this powerhouse of talent on the continent because we have the manpower. Let's hear from the Ministry of Public Service, Youth and Gender Affairs. My name is Lydia Mathia. I've uh, worked uh, most of my life in youth development and empowerment. Um, I see as a huge diminishing of the role of government as the world interconnects. Uh, and so um, we have to sort of um, sh shape government to be relevant in that future otherwise we, we, it might not even like be a factor so <laughs> I think being able so to digitize all sort of licensing services uh, be relevant in terms of cyber security and those kinds of things then we have to really think what will be the role of government in a very highly digitally liberalized uh, future yeah. okay, interesting. and 
for you, John? Uh, for me, I say the future of working is augmented workforce, meaning that improved, enha enhanced when it comes to upskilling, when it comes to skills of the future. So we all must embrace lifelong learning. And that was Joan Kamau, Head of Sales, African Management Institute. In the next episode, we brought together professionals in the food and beverage sector to discuss the pains and pleasures of running a business in the sector, the key drivers catalyzing the industry, and their predictions for the next five years. Featuring Kaluhi Adagala, founder Kaluhi's Kitchen, Mikul Shah, Managing Director Eat Out, Jay Shangavi, Managing Director The Good Earth Group, Jacob Hanson, CEO Yam Deliveries, Alexandra Chapat, CEO Savannah Brands, and moderated by Martin Ruger, General Manager, Desserts Anyone. For more of these episodes, you can subscribe to our podcast channel on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform of your choice. To stay in touch with us, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at WeAreMetaNBO or email us at Nairobi at Meta.co. Until next time, thanks for listening.